I've got the beginning of something rather special. Ooh, I got Shap's shtick. Welcome to Date Fighters, the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Taffy, and together we are searching the seabed of time to find the wreck of entertainment. Joining us to metaphorically drown a literal Leonardo DiCaprio is stand-up and writer Athena Kublianu. How are you, Athena? I'm very fine. How are you both? We very well. I'm yeah. very well. I don't know about Jake. Not having the best week, mate. Yeah, not the best week, mate. <laughs> oh, well, moving on. Athena, how's your podcast going? Fine. I've got loads of episodes to edit, but I've not bothered oh, <laughs> to edit. I need to because they're getting quite dated now. Um, but it's it's fine. It's not. It's a bit because the whole concept was people would come round and now yeah. they can't come round. Yeah, it's right. kind of not the same podcast anymore, really. Uh, it's your it's last so, episode. Right. Hey, have you heard about that thing in China? I'm going to take us to the 11th of June, 1805. Now, those of you who listened to any questions last weekend would have heard Grant Shapps being very, very uh, sure of himself and very excited about the great role Britain took in abolishing the slave trade, which he said happened in 1803. It didn't. Um, But, in fact, the only people who did abolish the transatlantic slave trade in 1803 were the Norwegians and the Danish. Uh, The British Empire kept up for another four years after that till 1807. He said that we were the first people in the world to get rid of it. We weren't, of course. There were Denmark, Norway, Haiti. Did it on their own. Um, And, in fact, we didn't get rid of the slavery as an institution in the British Empire till 1833. But on the 11th of June, 1805, Nelson. You remember Horatio Nelson? He's a great big hero. He won Trafalgar. He's a goodie. I've heard of him. Yeah, Yeah, apparently he's a goodie. He wrote a letter to his friend Simon Taylor, who lived on Jamaica, who he'd known for 30 years, in which... He he was very much pro-slavery. Nelson, so the Nelson you know and love, sat in the HMS Victory just a few months before he died at Trafalgar at the same desk saying, let me find the quotation, neither in the field nor in the Senate shall the intent be infringed while I have an arm to fight for its defence. Um, he wow. went on to wow. <laughs> that's um, I mean, Nelson's column is a much bigger statue to drag to the river. Yeah, that will take us the Colston one. But like, it's worth submerging, wow. I think. Um, okay. Let's. The whole letter get reads. A, get a rope. I was bred, as you know, in the good old school and taught to appreciate the value of our West India possessions and neither in the field nor in the Senate shall their interest be infringed while I have an arm to fight in their defence or a tongue to launch my voice against the damnable and cursed doctrine of Wilberforce and his hypocritical allies. And I hope my birth in heaven will be as exalted as his, who would certainly cause the murder of all our friends and fellow subjects in the colonies. That's Nelson for you. Um... That was published in William Cobbett's political papers. Um, yes, he wrote it on the HMS Victory. So when you go to see the HMS Victory and you see the little <laughs> plaque in the uh, on the deck where Nelson fell, you can also go downstairs and watch me write a horrible letter supporting slavery. His friend Simon Taylor owned uh, 2,000 enslaved people on Jamaican sugar plantations. Uh, Three million had been transported on British ships by 1800. Uh, Nelson's wife was the niece of a slave owner and... Sugar, uh, colonial sugar duty paid for much of what was the Royal Navy. Uh, so that's my 11th of June, 1805. Nelson sitting down to write a letter just to let everyone know just how fond of slavery he was as an institution. You know, I did I did a musical. <clears throat> you know that show, A Musical? Oh, yes, um, yeah. Where you get stand-up comedians and they, they go and they sing songs from the musicals. 
and uh, I was uh, I was it was in Wales, and uh, the guy who went on before me was uh, Tudir uh, Owen, mm. who um, is a brilliant uh, Welsh stand-up comedian. <clears throat> so he's very much on home ground, and he sang the most beautiful rendition of "Bring Him Home" uh, mm. from Les Misérables. Um, and then I had to go on after that, doing a Little Richard cover of "I Feel Pretty" from West Side Story, and. <laughs> I'm sort of feeling an echo of that now, to be honest with you. <laughs> what the hell? Let's plough through it. I've got the 11th of June, 1895. Mm-hmm. And it's the Paris-Bordeaux-Paris race, sometimes called the first automobile race in history. What is the point? It <laughs> uh, takes place. Um, I like you've even so, got for sometimes called. Like, we don't even know if it's the first automobile race in history. Well, there was one the year before, you see, which is Paris <laughs> to Rouen. Right. Um but that was a contest and not a race. Oh, okay. And the fastest finisher was it a contest of speed? In a, well, this is the thing. It it I, I it was all a bit weird because the guy who ended up winning the Paris Bordeaux Paris race was disqualified because he had a two seater car and the race was for four seater cars. Mm. Why that wasn't pointed out to him before he set off, <laughs> I don't know. You've got a cart on the back. That's not going to help. Yeah, so uh, this guy, Lavassor, who uh, I think was first, yes, uh, he, he drove one of these cars and it was insane. He overtook uh, the Marquis de Dion, who stopped to take on water for his steam-powered car. Wow. And then uh, he sort of carried on driving and he got to Bordeaux hours before anybody else was due to get there. Um, and uh, he... The, he 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 got to Bordeaux and there was like a relief driver, I think. Mm. And um, he didn't know what hotel this driver was in. Uh, so he was like, uh, OK, I don't know. So he went and found the race organisers. It was half past two in the morning. Yeah. And said, just to let you know, I am here. Look, I want this documented that I'm here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, all right. <laughs> and then uh, the Baron René de Knife. Uh, met him en route and was so surprised by how well he was doing that he nearly crashed. And then uh, <laughs> Levasseur, who just had to carry on, spent two days and nights behind the wheel. He got to Paris, uh, achieving an average speed of 24 and a half kilometres an hour. Wow. Um, and he'd done the whole thing powered only by sandwiches and champagne. <laughs> uh, proving uh, why it was such a, a bad idea. Uh, but I would say, if you think it has no significance... It did give rise to the spectacle of humorous car racing, (laughs) which I think you could all agree is probably the best TV spectacle in the world. Well, we'll see how we feel about that after the birthday. I think we know! I think we know how we feel on that! I think we know! Happy birthday to Shia LaBeouf, or as he's known in English, Shia the Beef. Happy birthday too to submersible Frenchman Jacques Cousteau. Happy birthday to Kiichiro Toyoda, who owned the Toyota Loom Manufacturing Company but turned it into an automobile manufacturing which became the Toyota uh, automobiles we know today. Happy death day to George I. He died while on a trip back to his native Hanover and he was buried there in World War II. The palace his remains were buried in was bombed by British aerial bombardment, uh, so he remains the only British monarch to have his remains bombed by the British. 
Um, happy death day to Pierre Levesque, the racing driver who, in 1955, um, in his uh, was driving a Mercedes, which for some reason was made of magnesium. So when he was cut up by Mike Hawthorne, his car flew into the crowd, um, burst into flames immediately, and killed him and 83 other people. Uh, the race continued and was won by Mark, Mike Hawthorne, who had caused the crash. So that was nice for him. Happy death day to, to uh, Amalia Mendoza, the Mexican singer and actress who released 36 albums and sang three times with her niece, uh, as is revealed by the Wikipedia page, which may have been written by her niece. So that's ah! the birthdays and the death days. Athena, what conclusions have you come to? Now, not only have you beaten... Um... <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Go on. <laughs> well, we, you know, not only win the actual fact, also one yeah. of the birthdays provided a better race <laughs> than the one listen, you spoke shush. about. Like that was, it, that was way more. Eighty-three people died, and the man won the race. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> please don't be racist. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's that's really it's quite spectacular. And a magnesium oh, car, like magnesium used to car. Put, like, that's got to be a bad we idea. We used to burn magnesium yeah, okay. with Bunsen burners. <laughs> you know, one, for the crack. It's the one that burns um, really brightly, isn't it? Yeah, it burns blue, if I remember correctly, <laughs> so from my old science Let's lessons. make a car out of that. Yeah, so you know what? What's really cool is that I'm looking for statues to take down, and mm. now I know why Nelson is 100 meters up. Um, so, <laughs> but don't worry, because I've seen that Blue Peter episode where someone just climbed the ladder, <laughs> yes. and so it can be done. So sorry, that's um, you see what you've got to do is you've got to make it timely if you want a bit of advice from me. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like thanks. the past, but make it uh-huh. make it zeitgeisty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I Many thanks. Thanks so much. Whoever. It There's was no the Formula day. One at the moment, so I'm not. It's just not going to tickle me. Because no. there's Just no sport. Wait till I tell you about bicycles tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I doing... like bikes. Ooh, oh, okay. you, you, ooh, you've wet my appetite though. I do like bikes. Oh man. Yeah. Quickly, yeah. scribbles out whatever I had. Okay, to find out what it was that I had, come back tomorrow. <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow for another date fight. Take care and yes. thanks hugely, Athena. Don't do follow her on Twitter. And what's your podcast called? It's called... It's called Keep Anything in a Company. You should know by now, guys. We've yes. been hanging Keeping out for a week. Almost I a know. week. Come yeah, on, guys. Terrible human I'm, I'm sort of blocking out trauma at this stage, to be honest with you. Fine. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.